0: What's going on guys? Are you currently spending a lot of your time sitting at open homes? What I want to talk about on this episode of the podcast uh, is the top problems with open homes and why they may not be the best approach to start generating high quality leads to grow your business. So here's the big mystery. How do frustrated real estate agents like us who are sick and tired, cold calling, door knocking, trying to get Facebook ads to work, who want to grow a million dollar business how do we generate high-quality real estate leads that actually convert into commission, yet still have plenty of time for our family, friends, and the rest of our lives? That's the blaring question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share my journey to seven figures on beyond. My name is Connor Clark, and welcome to Real Estate Agent Radio. what is going on guys welcome back to real estate agent radio my name is connor clark and what i want to talk about as i mentioned in the beginning of this uh, particular episode is i want to talk about the problems with open homes now um, when i first got into the industry like many other real estate agents one of the first things that i focused on um, was not running my own open homes because i didn't have any listings i didn't have any leads um it's brand new so what I did is I partnered up with a few of the agents in my office who had way too many open homes to actually be able to manage them themselves and I offered my time and my services to actually stand to their open homes and run them for them. That way their, their properties were being seen more by, by more people, um, they had a better chance of finding a buyer, they were getting more leads for their businesses. So it was a win-win really for everyone um, is what I thought. Um, what actually ended up happening was um, you know, mainly the reason why I was doing this probably was if I'm honest with myself, is because I didn't have anything else going on. I didn't have any other leads that I was working with. I didn't have a pipeline of people coming to the market, but I knew that I needed to do activities to start generating leads. Now, I was doing a lot of cold calling and a lot of door knocking, like I've mentioned in many previous episodes of this podcast. I was, um, I was focusing on heaps and heaps of things to generate leads. I was doing letterbox um, marketing. I had a campaign going out with 5,000 cars to try and generate leads that way. I was running... Um, I was learning to do Facebook ads. I was posting organically on all my social media accounts, trying to generate leads that way. Um, and that was all on the top of sitting on the phone for you know eight hours a day, getting out of the office, going and door knocking pretty much every single day, just trying to generate as many leads as possible. Now, what I thought was if I jumped into open homes and started helping agents with open homes, what I hoped would happen was that I would start to pick up a few decent leads, a few hot leads, a few warm leads, people who were actually buyers and sellers right now. See, all the other things that I was doing or the cold calling or the door knocking, those were focusing in on cold leads. They were cold lead generation strategies. Now, the problem with that is that I was talking to a lot of people that weren't actually looking to do anything in real estate. They weren't looking to buy. They weren't looking to sell. They weren't looking to rent. They weren't looking to move. They weren't looking to upsize or downsize. They weren't doing any of that. And because I was speaking to those people, I was spending most of my day talking to people that did not need a real estate agent. Now, because of that, I was wasting a huge amount of my time every single day and every single week and all all month just talking to people that didn't actually, I shouldn't have been talking to because they weren't in the market for a real estate agent. They didn't need the services that I offered. Now, I thought by jumping into open homes and helping agents that way that I would be talking to, um, at these open homes, I would begin to get numbers and generate leads of people who were actually in the market to buy and sell property. Um... What I hoped was because I was holding an open, an open home for a particular property and buyers were coming through, well, I would begin to meet a lot of people who were in the market to either buy a home right now that I would be able to help. Um, now obviously, they weren't my own open home, so there was an agreement that I made with the agents that I helped, um, so I wouldn't be making all the commission, which didn't matter when I was starting out. But what... I also hoped was, uh, on top of meeting people who I could help as buyers, I would also unearth a few people who were looking at properties to buy, who were also looking to sell their home. So, I'd get a few listings as well um, to sell and really begin to start my career. Now, <clears throat> up until that point, i had really been struggling to get any listings on my own. Um, I really didn't have any sort of pipeline. A pipeline was this um, this figment of my imagination that I heard other agents talk about because Through my cold calling efforts and my door knocking efforts, I I spoke to a lot of people and I had a big database of numbers of people that I could call, which I was really blessed when I started. The problem was when it came to a pipeline, I had a lot of people who were telling me that they were thinking about selling maybe in 12 months. And I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but I heard that all the time. Um, I don't know why it's 12 months. I guess it's just because it's a round year. People would keep telling me they were thinking about selling in 12 months. So I had a huge pipeline of people who were looking to come to the market in 12 months. The problem was those people actually never went up from 12 months because they were never actually serious about selling their home. Now, I would call them again three months later after they told me 12 months and they would still be 12 months away because they weren't serious sellers. They weren't in the decision-making mode. They weren't actually thinking about selling. They weren't thinking about moving. Nothing had happened to actually make them put their hand up and take action. So when I thought what would happen is when I went to open homes, I would be, I would be dealing with people and buyers in the community who would actually take an action. They were actually in a decision-making zone and they would be looking to buy and sell uh, their property right now. If they were looking at hotels, they'd be likely to buy open homes as well. Now, on top of that, because I wasn't um, getting any sort of success very quickly, I had all sorts of um, insecurities around growing my business. I didn't quite feel like I was capable of doing it because I hadn't had any success up to that point. Um, I really was beginning to feel like, I've talked about this before and I've been quite open, but I was feeling... Like uh, quite a massive failure in my business, especially in those first 12 months because nothing ever seemed to really, um, you know, happen for me. I was putting in heaps of work. I was doing all the things that I was told to do on top of open homes and all the other lead generation, but nothing ever seemed to work. So when I... All the cold calling and door knocking I was doing I knew that was a numbers game and I knew that if I stuck in there and did it long enough and hard, and eventually something might stick. But open homes was the thing that I was really hanging my hat on the fact that this would be the thing that would work for me. This would be the thing that would generate the most leads for me and the most high quality leads. And I talked about the different types of leads before for real estate agents, um, you know, hot leads to cold leads and warm leads and I thought that by running open homes, that would be the source of the the high quality leads that I needed to grow my business. That would be where I would find the buyers and sellers that I would actually work with. And the cold calling was more of a, um, a gamble where hopefully eventually I would be able to manage a relationship with someone. Um, to then sell their home, that was more of a long game. The open home strategy for me was more about finding people who were going to be selling right now. That's how I was gonna fill my pipeline of people who were coming to the market in the next month or two or three, whereas cold calling for me was more about finding people who were gonna be long term sellers or buyers, about managing those relationships over a really long time. Now, what actually ended up happening was I did these open homes for a long time. I stood there on Saturdays. Um, We would do, in my marketplace, we did open homes on Thursdays and Saturdays, Um, and I would stand at these open homes for hours and hours and hours and hours, every Thursday and every Saturday, waiting for people to turn up and come and see them. Now we did all sorts of marketing activities to get as many people there as possible. So we were very thorough when it came to running these open homes. Um, and we even made heaps of the calls that I made um, in, the, in my cold calling and in my prospecting was to get buyers to these open homes so that I could work with them exclusively once they came and saw me face to face. But what really ended up happening um, after doing this for 12 months was that I ended up talking um, to a just, Heaps of people that ended up coming, but nothing ever really eventuated. Nothing ever happened. Um, Nothing really ever happened from all these open houses and from all these people that I was talking to. And our strategy basically was to call as many people and invite as many people to these open homes as possible, do as much marketing as possible so that everyone knew the house was open, so we could get as many people, as many buyers, um, as many neighbors as possible, just get this really pumping environment of people in that open home. Then what we would do is we'd run back to the office and we would call these people all back straight away immediately on whatever day that they came through, whether it be a Saturday or a Thursday, we would call them that afternoon or that evening and then we would just continually to call them you know, over and over and over again to find out what their situation was and how um, we could best help them. Now, this whole system and whole strategy that we implemented and I'm sure you do too in your own businesses took a very, very long time. Um, It took a lot of effort. It took up a lot of period of the week trying to create this environment where we can continually get people from open homes. Now, what ended up happening was that we got a really mixed bag of people when it came to open homes. And it's probably the best way to explain the types of leads that you get in open homes. See, not all leads are created equal. We know that. There's warm leads, there's cold leads, there's highly qualified leads, there's um, smoking hot leads. People are in... Leads, basically, are people and they come in all sorts of different... Um, positions that they are looking to actually buy. Now, when we when we did open homes, we had an absolute mixed bag of leads that came through these open homes. We had. Um Probably the most that we got was a huge amount of neighbors that came through that were just having a look. The sticky beaks, you know, I know if you've ever done an open home, you've dealt with a whole bunch of neighbors and sticky beaks that are coming through, which we were okay with because these are people that we added to a database and then we would cold call them over and over and nurture them until it hopefully build a relationship and eventually they might be looking to sell their home at some point and hopefully we've built enough of a relationship to talk to them. Um, the problem with those sticky beaks and those neighbors is that they go to every single open home in the neighborhood. If there's an open home on their street, they are going and visiting it and because of that, Every single real estate agent knows who they are. They have their contact details and they are also implementing the exact same strategies that we were implementing. They were continually calling them and updating them and keeping constantly front of mind so that when it came time that these people were looking to sell, they had multiple relationships with all sorts of real estate agents. And We know from yesterday's episode that if you want to have the best chance of building a relationship and listing someone's property, you need to take the purple cow approach. You need to do things differently than what everyone else is doing. So By doing that approach, we were not doing anything differently and we basically, Basically, just look like every other, every single other real estate agent in our market. Um, now I don't want to bag open homes at all because, obviously, they work. Agents build their businesses on them. People have a huge amount of success at open homes and find leads and listings, Um, so obviously they work. My problem with open homes is that they just weren't the most efficient way to grow a business. They're not. They're not the most efficient way. The reason is because of the mixed bag of leads that you get. You get a whole bunch of neighbors that come through. You get a whole bunch of cold leads of people who may potentially be thinking about coming into the market or making a move but haven't made any sort of decision right now. And those go into your neighbors who are just freezing cold leads, but also colder leads who are, you know, a year or two away from making any sort of decision. You also get some, um, the next bunch of people, you get are people who are just warm leads. And these are people who are, you know, probably six to three months away from making any sort of decision, but they're just in a very beginning stage. Now, that's okay. And you want to be talking to warm leads because these could be potential people that you're going to be talking to um, in the future. But... The problem with warm leads is that they are not listing their properties right now and I don't know about you but especially back at this time and at any point in my career, I needed leads that were listing right now. I needed as many smoking hot leads as possible and warm leads just don't cut it because they still need to go through a period of getting to that point where they are actually making a decision. So they can go in two ways. They can become hot leads and eventually come to the market in a period of months or they can change their mind and go nowhere and then you've wasted a whole bunch of time nurturing and building relationships with people that never actually come to the market. Market. So that's why, um, you know, focusing on warm leads was never my ideal strategy either, because a huge amount of them also don't come to the market because they change their mind, their circumstances change, something happens that puts them on a different path where they're not looking to buy or sell anymore, and then that's just a waste of time and a waste of relationship. Um, <clears throat> then occasionally, very very rarely, someone would come through an open home who was a smoking hot lead, someone that was looking to either buy right now, someone who was looking to buy and then sell their home straight away. Those were the people that we were looking for. Um, but because of this mixed bag approach of, of and mixed bag of people that came through the open homes, these leads were often... Um, very far and few few between who actually came through and also very hard to identify because there were so many other people at an open home. Um, I've I've run open homes where we had over 150 people coming through the door and identifying in the moment who we should be putting the most attention on would, would be the hot leads. But it was impossible to tell who those people were because of the volume of people who were coming through. And the fact that when they walk into an open home, most of the time the agent standing there is a complete stranger and someone that they don't necessarily want to tell their life story to, Um, so it can be quite difficult to unearth who those smoking hot leads. Now, what actually ended up happening for me personally with all these open homes that I ran for other agents was that basically nothing happened. I didn't generate, I've told you before, my first 12 months I didn't get any leads, any high quality leads. Everyone that I talked to who was potentially coming to the market either fizzled out and turned into nothing and didn't list and dragged dragged it out and out and out until eventually they just changed their mind or disappeared and ghosted me. Um, or I just, I just didn't get any listings or any buyer clients, nothing happened. Nothing eventuated from all of the open homes that I ever. Now, all the open homes that I worked, they all sold. They all sold for great prices. Um, the agents that I worked with in my office were all incredible and great at getting incre- great results. So the open homes worked for selling the property, but in terms of generating leads for their business and generating leads for my business, my partnering with them, nothing ever really seemed to happen. Now, I... The title of this episode is The Problems with Open Homes. And so, what I want to do in the next couple of minutes is kind of just like a teaching portion. Usually, I like to try and make these podcasts as entertaining as possible, and the best way to entertain and get information across to people is to tell stories. But occasionally, it's good to teach. Now, as I've said, I'm not bagging open homes. Open homes can work, they do work, just like cold calling. Um, I know I talk badly about cold calling all the time, but it's not because I don't think cold calling works. Obviously it works. There's so many agents out there that make so much money from doing nothing but cold calling. I have two problems with cold calling. Firstly, it is super, super, super inefficient. And it is a very inefficient way to grow your business because you spend majority of your time talking to people who do not want to be talking to you and who are cold leads. Secondly, for me personally, I hated cold calling. I'm a massive introvert and so getting on the phone every single day and talking to people that I didn't know was really, really hard for me and I needed to find a second way of doing it. And I know there's a whole bunch of people out there who are in the same boat because cold calling is a very unpopular opinion but I don't want anyone to get the impression that I am bagging on them or that I think that they are terrible or don't work because they definitely work. They're just not efficient and they were not for me. Open homes were similar. Open homes work and I don't wanna bag on them or be like open homes are terrible, don't do open homes. If you like doing open homes, if you like spending your weekend standing at a property and not being with your family, um, that's fine. If your business relies on them and that's how you grow, that's fine. But just realize that open homes are not, as a, they're more efficient than cold calling but they are not the most efficient way because you're you talking to so many leads and a huge amount of them are cold and, and you're spending a lot of time trying to generate these cold leads that are not actually gonna to come to the market. Um, So what I realised about open homes is that um, the problem there's a few problems with open homes, and they're blaring problems, and, and this is what they are. So the first problem is that yes, you are meeting a lot of buyers, and you're 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 generally talking to. You know, but the buyers that come through open homes can either be cold, they're neighbors, they're warm leads, they're thinking about doing something in the near future, or they're smoking hot leads. Now, the problem is that the warm leads and the smoking hot leads that come through your open home, they're most likely also coming through every single other agent in your marketplace is open homes as well Who has something similar to what you're offering if they're looking for a three-bedroom home they're looking at every other three-bedroom home on the market as well they're not just coming to your open home now because of that every single other agent in your marketplace has their contact information and they are contacting them at the same time that you're trying to reach out to them and close them as clients as well now because of that you're dealing with very very competitive leads the leads that come through open homes are very very competitive leads because they are talking to every single other agent in the marketplace. Now, when you start competing for leads, things like fee uh, people dropping their fees and negotiating lower fees are things that happen. Things like agents offering ridiculous um, incentives, things like that start to happen. When you start getting into competition for leads, that's when all sorts of problems and, uh, and things happen and uh, you know, these dodgy agents that write you know, te- ridiculously low commissions that you just don't wanna be going at and competing against, that's when you start coming up to all sorts of those problems. Now, I don't know about you, but if I want to grow my business, I would much rather be generating leads that have no competition than leads that have all the competition. I hope that makes sense. Um, So that's the first problem with open homes. Yes, they generate buyers and they generate sellers and there's people that are coming through who are very good leads for your business, but the problem is that they are talking to every other agent, so they are very competitive leads. Um, Second thing uh, in an open home is that it is very difficult to differentiate yourself of the other agents. See, when someone is coming to an open home, there is a good chance that they are either looking to buy a a home or they're looking to sell their home. That's why people run open homes. The problem is is that when that agent comes to your open home, they're also going to every other agent's home as well, like I spoke. Now, well, like I just said, but how do you differentiate yourself from other agents who are also running open homes? So you're all in competition for these leads, but it's very difficult to differentiate yourself between these other agents who are also running open homes. Um, The third thing that's a problem with open homes is that they are mainly cold leads. Now, I can't stress enough why that is a problem. When you are spending most of your time standing at open homes for hours on the weekend, um, you want that time to be spent dealing with people who are actually going to become leads into your business. Now, cold leads, which is most of the people that come to open homes in terms of neighbors or people who are just having to have a looky-loo, people who aren't serious about buying or moving or selling you are wasting most of your time. And time is the most precious precious resource we have when it comes to real estate and comes to life. So why do you want to spend all of your time and most of your time talking to cold leads that aren't actually going to help grow your business? Um, uh, The fourth problem um, uh, with, with open homes is that the buyers that come through and people that come through your open home who aren't cold leads, who aren't just neighbors, they're most likely already working with an agent. Why? Because they're coming to open homes and they're actively looking. So they probably already have an agent who's representing them in buying a home and they likely already have an agent who they're already working with in terms of selling their home as well because they're already making the decision to turn up and look. Now, the next problem with open homes is that they take up a significant amount of time. And like I mentioned, time is the most precious resource that we have Um, in life so why would you want to spend most of it standing at an open home waiting for people to turn up who majority of them are going to be people that are not looking for a real estate agent right now and the last thing and the most important thing about open homes is that that time that you spent standing there and if you're running open homes on the weekend which if you're doing an open home strategy, is most likely what you should be doing. Um, I worked with agents um, in my marketplace who used, to open, who used to do open homes all day Saturday, and they would also open homes again on Sunday just to get as many people through as possible. Um, they'd open houses as much as humanly possible, and if you're not doing it on the weekend, you're really not taking it seriously and you're not doing it properly. The problem with that is that, I don't know about you, but when I was growing my business, I did not want to work on weekends. See i didn't mind working on weekends for me it was kind of like a badge of honor like i work on weekends i'm you know a hustler i work really hard look i even work on the weekend but going forward i mean i was a young when i was working in real estate i was a a young guy i just had a partner um i had my my girlfriend i didn't have any kids or anything like that but looking forward into my future it wasn't a strategy that i could implement going on and on because if i had kids I wanted to spend my weekends with them. If I had a family, I wanted to spend my weekends with them. I wanted to devote my weekend to, you know, my family, my partner, um, my uh, my friends, doing things outside of my business that I actually enjoyed. Work funds life. And if you spend your whole weekend working and showing open homes, you're not really having a life, are you? Um, and that was the main problem that I had with open homes and why I couldn't see it as a strategy moving forward because I didn't want to spend my entire weekend standing at an open home instead of spending it with my kids and with my family. Um, <clears throat> guys, those are the problems with open homes and, and to me, they're very blaring and the main one is that the leads that you generate are just cold leads. Now there's all sorts, of, as I, there's, there was over, what, one, two, three, six, um, sorry, I wrote them down on a piece of paper, so I was just reading them then, but there's about there's six problems that I identified in about five minutes of thinking about open homes. Um, and the main problem that I had with them and why they didn't work for my business is because I was relying on them to generate high quality leads, leads that were actually gonna list with me. And what ended up happening was that, yes, I did generate a few high quality leads. I remember one in particular, a guy came through an open home, I called him back that Saturday. He told me that he was thinking about selling his home, but he was already interviewing another agent. An agent had already come in. So I tried to get in there and to, have the, to you know, book an appointment with him and... Because he'd already met with this agent three or four times already at this point, and they were very far in the process, I was never able to even get an appointment because he was already sold on that other agent. That lead was already working with another agent. That was the problem that I had with open homes. They just didn't generate enough high-quality leads. Now, what I realized in my business was that what top agents are doing, the strategies that they implement to generate the highest-quality leads in their business – is that they generate and they focus in on building referral relationships with people so that they can get as many referral leads in. So the beauty about referral leads is that they are firstly always a hot lead. There's no warm leads, there's no cold leads when it comes to referral. No one ever refers someone that isn't actually ready to move or buy right now. The second thing, when someone sends you a referral, it is more than likely that there is very limited competition on that lead. See, they haven't gone to many open homes, or they're not going to open homes, so they're not talking to other agents. Because of that, there's no competition. and You have to deal with all the problems that are associated when you are competing for leads. The third thing that was amazing about them is that when someone is referred to your business, they instantly trust you. Whereas when someone comes to an open home, there is no trust associated. You are starting from zero on the trust level. Now, when it comes to signing up a new listing or a new client, the, the lead will always choose the agent that they trust the most. Now, if you want to sign clients, you need to get them to trust you. And when they, come through a, um, when they come through an open home and you meet them for the first time there, there is no trust associated. You are starting from zero and you have to build that trust factor up very quickly so that you can sign them and win the listing. Now, when someone is referred to you, they, they, an interesting thing happens when someone is referred to your business because it's a word of mouth It's basically word of mouth marketing. So what happens is that there is this this instant trust that is associated with you because they have been referred your services by someone other than you. And it's even better when they're they're, um, referred to you by someone that they trust and they've been working with a long time because that trust is even greater. Now, even if there is competition on these leads that have been referred to you, even if that lead has already gone to an open home and other agents are talking to them, because you've been referred in, you already have the most trust compared to everyone else. It's kind of like, Um, the best way of thinking about it is it's kind of like running a 100-meter race, except you're starting at the 90-meter mark and everyone else is starting at zero. Do you think you could win pretty much every single race if you had a 90-meter head start and only had to run 10 meters and everyone else started at zero? Of course you would. You'd win most of the listings and that's because those agents trust you the most and you have the biggest head start compared to everyone else. Guys, when it comes to getting these leads, for me, and what I highly, highly encourage you to do is to stop running open homes and even stop doing any other form of lead generation because referrals are the best leads you will ever get in your market. Word of mouth in your business. Word of mouth marketing is the best leads you will ever get into your business. And if you don't have strategies in, um, in your business right now to generate as many referrals as humanly possible, even if you're just starting out, even if you don't know what to say, even if um, you don't have a huge portfolio of past clients, And you're probably, if you're listening to this thinking, who on earth am I even going to get to send me referrals? You should be focusing on referrals from day one coming into your business because generating leads is the most important thing you can do in your business. But when it comes to generating leads, you need to be generating as many high-quality leads. Those are people who are going to be selling right now. You want as many hot leads as possible. And the best way to generate those types of leads is referrals by a country mile. In fact, there's only really two ways to generate high quality leads and those are from open homes, which I've just spent an entire podcast telling you why that's not the best strategy to get high quality leads and referrals, which is by far the best way. Now, if that interests you and that sounds interested and you'd like to learn how to get anyone to start sending you referrals, just go to leadsthatlist.com because I've I've put together a referral secrets guide and it's going to teach you the 10 ways to get anyone to send you referrals and the 10 secrets of referrals and how to get them from anyone. Guys, that that link was leadsthatlist.com. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and learned a thing or two uh, about lead generation and in particular why open homes are not the best strategy for generating leads for your real estate business. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I will talk to you very, very soon. And if you wanna go get your free copy of the Referral Secrets Guide, just go to leadsthatlist.com. All right, thanks guys, bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. Would you like me to teach you for free 10 secrets to get anyone to start sending you consistent, high-quality real estate referrals? If so, go download your free referral secrets guide by subscribing to this podcast at LeadsThatList.com. Again, that was LeadsThatList.com.